Today was a particularly brutal day, and I think we have a pretty good reason why. It's Omicron. But hold on, in the past several videos, we've talked about how Omicron is not something to worry about. What does this mean for us, and are we adjusting? We are remaining with the facts, and the facts remain that there's not reason to be worried about Omicron, at least in the week-to-week -week time frame. I can't say the same about the day-to-day -day time frame because, like you see today, it will certainly have a psychological impact on people, and that will definitely impact the markets in the very short term, and we do not, unfortunately, focus on that term. Our time frame is a little longer. We don't want to get sloppy. We don't want to consider the short-term dynamics, but we're playing the week-to-week, month-to-month timelines the most, obviously the year-to-year -year as well, but really the week-to-week -week and month-to-month. -month. We want to maximize gains, but not get caught up in short-term volatility because we don't think that's a winning strategy over a long enough time period. So why am I so confident that Omicron is not really a concern? Well, you listen to Scott Gottlieb. I'm not his biggest fan, but I think he's better than Fauci. You listen to the South African data that's coming out. The data is pretty unequivocal. It's not as bad as it seems. However, the market did sell off today. Why was that the case? You had two developments. One, fact-based. First case of Omicron in China. What are they going to do? We'll see. I mean, we'll see. You know, it seems like they're getting a lot of people vaccinated. Maybe they'll lock down. But if the data says it's less severe and China's already in a recession, it seems, I don't know how much they want to do there. Regardless, we're going to let that develop and see what happens. They've had lockdowns. They've had Corona in 2021. They haven't had zero. They have had lockdowns, etc., and doesn't seem to have impacted anything outside of China. The other thing, which I think probably had the biggest impact on the markets, was Boris Johnson. And you can see this in the price per barrel of oil. We, we had the China news yesterday. We saw the price per barrel of oil fall pretty dramatically when uh, Boris Johnson got quite upset and said that there was gonna be a massive wave coming and it was basically unavoidable. Now, I think that may occur and there may be a massive wave, but I think that'll be a good thing. They've had their first death. Um, that's unfortunate that that's the case. However, that has not seemed to happen elsewhere in the world to the same level of magnitude. And I think that's a good thing. We're not seeing cases as dramatic. Um, that's beneficial. So we're gonna remain with that fact. Yes, the UK seems to be psychologically freaking out, but again, we are remaining with the facts. And uh, let's talk about the energy market and oil prices because there's a lot of relevant facts here. It's the worst performing sector in the market on the day. However, we know that it hasn't had taken a significant impact since that first big impact um, from the original Wuhan strain of the virus. Delta did not have as big of a long-term impact on oil markets. In fact, it followed with a new 52-week high and quite a significant one. And we didn't really see any impact on consumption. And that was a very painful period because I was seeing those facts and I was also seeing the stocks go down. We really just have to stick to the facts here. Um, it's very important to do so. And I believe if we do so, we will end up benefiting in the long run. So I reiterate again, we are very overweight energy stocks. 
Um, we definitely see the impact they're experiencing in the short term. We saw the 13% single day decline that Friday after Thanksgiving. I attribute that to Omicron fears. We see what's happening today off of basically nothing. Again, I attribute it to Omicron fears. And again, I reiterate that I don't think Omicron is a real concern that we have to have with regards to markets. I think the scenario is pretty well telegraphed what's gonna happen. It's gonna be some fear, there's gonna be some panic, there's gonna be possibly cases rising. But as we've seen in situations where deaths rose also, uh, we didn't see much of an economic impact. Now we're probably gonna see deaths not rise and hopefully that leads to an alleviation of COVID from the shoulders of the market. But right now, it certainly doesn't feel that way. Right now, if you're like me, it's, it's painful and it sucks, but we can't, get, we can't let our emotions dictate us. We have to stick to the facts. And we learned that through the July, August wave. Remember that wave? If you were watching this channel, it was quite painful, but the facts were, Oil demand was remaining strong. And on the other side, we saw a rally. And I think we're in for that again. When it occurs, I think it's sooner rather than later. I think the market, you know, kind of bottoms here. I mean, it already did bottom a week or so ago. I say it makes another local bottom here. Maybe tomorrow, here relatively soon. Maybe that panic's on to the close. And then we begin to calm down, focus on the facts and rally. You know, I think a lot of people are panic selling. You're seeing energy stocks, they're all down today, but there's incredibly low volume. So it's really just the panic sellers trading today. A lot of people are frozen. I think you get people to, to calm down, they start buying again, and we see what happens, especially if it's stock that basically equals a cash pile, um, except it comes with assets, cash, dividends, future cash flows etc. So let's remain calm. Let's see what happens. And until next time, peace out.